And welcome back to Now What the Podcast. I'm here with Adrian. How's it going, Adrian? I'm doing fine, Chris. We got a great episode for you today. So just sit back, relax, and let the bossa nova soothe over your head. Smooth Brazilian sounds on Now What the Podcast, episode 13. And we're back. Uh, what's up, Adrian? You know, it's another Tuesday. I, I, I was actually pretty productive today. Really? I gotta say, yeah. I was, I was, I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, definitely a lot more productive than the last couple of Tuesdays. I didn't do shit today. I had, I had like five things on my list. I got four done. That's, that's all you can really hope good. for. That's all you can really hope for. <laughs> 80%. You're not you know? going to crank out all five. That's ludicrous. No, I mean, I, as long as I'm in the B range, I think I'm okay. It's a good weekend. Everything's pretty good. No complaints. What did I do this weekend? I made a just went grocery. I, did, I had a very adult weekend. Didn't really go out. Just uh, got a lot of groceries. I, I, I like balled. Me and my girlfriend, we just balled out on groceries. Mm-hmm. Made a beautiful steak dinner on Saturday. Watched movies. Very Watched adult. this show. Very adult of you. Very adult. Wow. Castle Rock. You ever heard of this show? No. Great show. Oh, man. It's, it's based on uh, characters. The whole universe of Stephen King. On oh, Hulu, wow, it's like a scary show. Wow, like the that. the star is you saw it, you saw yeah, the remake. Yeah, that guy, oh man, he's he's the guy who played Pennywise. Yeah. he's amazing. It's a good, so it's like a S- actual scary. It's good. It's scary. Creepy. Mm, I'll have to check it out. Um, Definitely check it out. How was your weekend? You tell me. Your your life is a lot more exciting. Than no, I was good. I did nothing as well. I had a very adult weekend doing nothing. Um, Saving money. You know what really grinds my gears here. So I noticed I have a little little scratch on my sunglass I just bought. Tiny little scratch. Let me tell you, as a glasses aficionado, uh, nothing uh, grinds my gears uh, more than a scratch. I saw it today and I was like, uh, I don't even know. On what a brand happened? new pair, too. Brand new? Brand new. Ugh. Two weeks ago, I looked it up. I'm like, I'll probably get some free lenses, whatever. 85 bucks no, for a pair of lenses. Yeah, of course not. What the? You go down to Chinatown and get some for like uh, 30, 40 bucks. Uh, never again, I'm going to buy nice things. Uh, <laughs> right? Well, I just can't. I, I, I know myself now. I can't you buy nice you, things. <laughs> you want it? I bought my, this is an adult thing, I bought myself a suit, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all white. Going to a wedding, my girlfriend's like, are you gonna, are you gonna wear the white suit? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Because you know, I'm gonna get it dirty. Yeah, I'm just precautionary. Yeah, no, you can't. I bought a white suit so I can't wear it. Yeah. You, there's no way you're going through the entire event without getting some dirt on it. Absolutely Absolutely not. not. I'm going navy blue all yeah, the way. Smart. Smart. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just solid adult thinking right there. You know, you just gotta is. think ahead. That's what that it is. But I buy myself nice things and I don't even use them. I don't know. I feel like I feel like an older version of myself will appreciate these things that I bought when I was younger. That could be it. Yeah. You know, I, when I'm I, when I'm more a little more responsible. You're like, oh, I can wear this now. Yeah, I can. Wear yeah. It. You so know? I found that now growing up, you know, having a job and everything, I do like buying things that you know in the past I would never buy. Like I bought a watch. You know, you you start like you like like to buy things now. You like to get new things. Where before in the past I was like, hey mom. Can or, you get me something? Yeah, or like, you know. Uh, no! Like, these are ruined. Like, uh, we'll just keep wearing them for the next, like, four months until, like, Christmas no comes. You know, and now it's like, oh, well, you know, I like this. I'm going to spend an extra 60 bucks next year or whatever. And then I fucking ruin it, so it's stupid. Um, <laughs> Welcome so, to adulthood. It's just, you buy things, and then they get ruined, and you got to buy more of the same thing that you like. I've now started, I'm just going to, I've just started buying the same exact shirt, like, five of them. That's how I go all the way. This this T-shirt right here, like Uniqlo. I have like, I, yeah, I have it in three different colors. Yeah, I've got like five. Or, I probably have eight J Crew shirts now. T-shirts, like seven of them are blue, navy blue. I just that's what I wear. All right, yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm not mad at that. Uh, 
love white sneakers. Lots of white sneakers. These are black. Yeah. And I've just recently made the. I mean, I'm talking about. I've gone like I've never worn white three or four years just white sneakers. You know, white sneakers. Wear them literally every day. Couple months, they get trashed. Buy a new pair of white sneakers. Yeah, why didn't you do that? Nothing but, else. Yeah. Now I'm doing black. I, I don't you know. Can I, I, you, I'm a little thrown off. It's genius. Why buy new things? I like the way they look, honestly. And honestly, white goes with everything, so I don't yeah, have to worry about it. Yeah, but you get dirty, and you can't bring them out anywhere, and you get a no. little scuff mark on you, fight some guy because it got a scuff mark on your shoe. You, show, you, you live in New York City, you show you wear your things. You know, you're, you're shiny and new, you're full of shit. I've worn the, no same, I've worn the same pair of shoes the last, like, seven months now. Yeah. Every day. I don't... I just broke these out today. Let's see how, let's let's see see, how they let's do. See how, let's see how you get any looks. <laughs> see how they do. I, you know what it is, though? No one looks at shoes. Big proponent. Well, here's the thing. I'm, no one looks at shoes. I'm into sneakers. I look at I look at shoes. Really, you know. I, I can judge shoes? people. I mean, not nah, it's it's kind of messed up, but I can tell what kind of person you are by the shoes you're wearing. Okay, let's try this. I have a pair of Allbirds. What kind of person am I? You are a basic Caucasian male. Pretty spot on. <laughs> My second pair of shoes is a pair of Nike running shoes. Still same. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's no thought into like any sort of. Fashion look, no. it's just purely for function. Yeah, and yeah, At all occasions they can wear one shoe. I love it. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. See, see, see. I, I, I think of things very aesthetically, stylistically. I think like you're one. I think you're one in every thousand people that looks at shoes. That's true. All right, but that being said, so I'm wearing Jordan threes, the black cements. Uh, you have no idea what that means. That's what this shoe is. Okay. And this is the first day. Yeah, I got them a couple months ago. First, first day, day I wear you bought them. A couple months ago was the first time you're putting them on your feet. First time I put them on my feet. As soon as I get off the subway at okay. 34th Street, I see three people wearing the same sneakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that, does that offend you? Or you're like, ah, oh, fuck. A little bit. What do you think? You're going to be the only one. Pick? So you're going to be the guy that gets like the limited edition. Mine were like box tenfold. fresh. Mine, mine's were box fresh. Okay. I mean, that's the goal. I want shoes that, I want things that don't, you know, other That's my whole thing. I think you should know by now. Like, I like things and I like wearing things. That other people, you know, I'm not gonna walk into somewhere and Someone see else somebody else thing. wearing the same thing. I'm the Sneakers I different. Much Sneakers wear. different. You can you can't really control yeah. that. But clothes and everything, yeah, how you put it all nice together. On it, yeah, I wear the pretty much the same uniform every single day: khakis and a t-shirt. I'd say this is pretty. Nah, this is like a. This is like a. This is like a uniform. My uniform is pants, a t-shirt. But it's funky pants. You got funky. I got funky pants. He's got funky pants on. I got some. Yeah, I got some Desert Storm uh, camouflage okay. well, pants. Anyway, let's get after it. Um, so today. I've actually came across a great story. So for my favorite story, what's going on right now in the news, is, um, I know we talked about this before, but marijuana is actually really back now. So I don't know if you guys read it's this. It's fully back, guys. It's fully back. It's like almost... Three for madness is back. I'd say we're two years before it's in half the states. Now three years before it's in half the states. Well, we'll, so, go, we'll go closest to the metropolitan tri-state area, and I will say, yeah. Yeah. Probably by two thousand by twenty yeah twenty twenty yeah. New Jersey's definitely New gonna Jersey have recreational New York Massachusetts already I don't see New York City I don't think they're gonna do New York City though I think that's too too much yeah of a well, well anyway um, so what's going on right now what's is the parent company of Corona um, I forget their name but the parent company Corona invested four billion dollars into a weed company called Canopy Growth four billion dollars and this money the one purpose of this money is to develop a Alcohol, a weed-infused beer, but that doesn't have alcohol Sans alcohol. Sans alcohol. They take all the alcohol out. It's just weed. So basically, you drink it, and you, I don't know I don't know what like the potency is. I don't know if it's like a six-pack gets you, know, six you tipsy, a six-pack gets you a little stoned. Yeah, I well, don't know if it's one beer per stone. Very interesting things to do when I read this. Yeah. They're probably going to call it Canna Brew. 
Copyright, it's trademark. Good, it's a pretty great name. I mean, this is what I do for a living. So well, you should you should get that on like an Instagram or something, or like a website. Uh, I bet you someone already has it. Canaver, pretty good. But anyways, yes, people, it's real. Do you like about, this idea? I, I mean, come on, you you already know my. I know, but it's it's, it's going to be interesting. Though. You think they're going to have like you know how beers they already have, do in you know, California and like, on? in like states where things are legal, they have can yeah they have cannabis infused cocktails. I mean, not mass produced on yeah, that level. I'm but, saying you know, it's going to be like a bud. Like you're going to have like a bud weed. That's what you're trying to have. A butt of weed. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how... It, I mean... I'm like, oh, uh, is it going to taste good? But, like, do you ever do anything marijuana-related for the taste of it? Like, no. It tastes like weed. But, am I going to... I don't know. I, I got to see how it's it goes. It's interesting. And then it, it changes everything. Are you gonna, you're not going to be... Are you going to be allowed to sell, like, you know... What's the weed price of it? What's the be? price of one beer? Is it going to be com- comparable to a regular beer? Am I going to be able to drink buy it in the street? Are you gonna be able to buy it at a regular bar? Yeah, Dwayne Reed. Can you buy it at Dwayne Reed? Can you buy it at a bar? Can you go to a bar and be like, "Hey, that serves regular beer. Can I get a Guinness with a backer of my weed, my Bud Bro, or my Bud Weed?" Yeah, is that gonna be allowed? I don't think so. They're probably not gonna want people to cross to get cross-hated. I think that would present a problem. So they're gonna have probably weed at least to start, like fully weed bars. Yeah, yeah, fully weed bars. That just like you sit at your table and hey, what do you want on draft? Um, let me get the you know New York. You know, Brooklyn um, weed one, whatever it is. Yeah. 6%. You have one of those, you're talking a little stone, you have another one of those, you start getting a little stone, and then you're sitting on a bar stone with a bunch of people. I, but I don't like the idea of having to drink, like, two drinks in order to feel yes. the effects of it. Whereas, right, you know, I, I hit my uh, vaporizer and I take two hits. So you think which, it's going to be the same thing? Like, two beers just going to get you... I think they're going to... I mean, if we're in the city, it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be even exponential. I think it'll be, you know... Pretty pretty pricey. I think it'll go. It'll go ten dollars for a beer. I think I think it'll even go. I'd go as far to say it'll be the price of a hard liquor, uh, you know, cocktail. For one, you think for one beer? Definitely. You think they're gonna they're gonna have like bars? Because it's weed, and because I think the novelty of it at first. I think there's there's a lot of things at play here. It's gonna be the craft beer. It's gonna be the new craft beer. The new craft beer. It's gonna be super trendy. The demand is gonna be there. Yeah. Oh my god. Demand. The first year demand's gonna be. Bar's gonna be packed. You're not gonna be, gonna be waiting online at all times to go in there to get your weed beer. A lot of, and you know, just just a lot of naps in the club, which I'm totally down. <laughs> I'm for. totally naps down in for the it. club. Now what? I think fights are gonna be hilarious. I think it's gonna completely change the world. You know of what, bar man? Let's, let's let's do a little let's do a little role let's, player. Let's go. Let's okay, go. Ready? Let's do a little role player. All right, you start. You instigate. Okay, okay. You're the instigator. Yo, dude, your your legs is kind of touching mine right now. Dude. Just have another beer, man. Calm down. Dude, dude, I don't... Uh, yeah, I mean, your leg just like, I want... Like, you're in my area right now, and, like, it's kind of... I'm, I, I'm a little, I'm a little like, there right now, so I'm a little spacey. Oh, you got a problem, man? I, I don't... You don't know how to handle your marijuana, uh, bro? It's my first... It's my, like, one of my first time. I just did this. You're kind of touching my... Oh, uh, hey, everybody. It's this guy's first day at the rodeo. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Everyone's looking at me now, dude. Why would you do that? Everyone's looking at me. Yeah, dude, you want to fight? Fuck you. Deal with this social anxiety, bitch. Okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm okay. gonna take a nap now. Okay, I'm just gonna go. Boom, fight scene. Here's the and here are the bouncers. This this is what the, this is what the, <laughs> bounce, the bouncers look like. This is what the bouncers are gonna. The bouncers are gonna be all below six feet. Very uh, not threatening. Not very not threatening. Like excuse me, sir. They're, but they might even be women. They might just be women bouncers who just come up and be like, guys, we're good here. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right. You want a, you want a free lollipop? You want a free cookie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, okay. that's a, that's a good point there too, because now the kitchen. Bar snacks. What are the bar? bar on the snacks. bar? It's not gonna be peanuts. Wow. It's gonna be like Hershey's. 
they're gonna put they're gonna put out a Hershey's already unwrapped. Just crush Hershey's at the bar. Yeah, it's gonna change bars forever. Not forever, but it's gonna change that type of bar. I think this is, it's amazing. Thank you to our parents for, you know, birthing us and conceiving us in this such a time. In such a time, because we're because you think about it, like. Your entire lifetime, the stigma that's... I mean, even dating back to, like, you know, anti-propaganda, like, 50s, 60s. But even in... We grew up in the 90s. It was, like, very frowned upon. 2000s. It wasn't until, like, the late 2000s, like... California, what? When did that... That was, like, 2000... I think I believe, like, 2006. Medical even earlier. Yeah, when you get your card. Like, the 90s. But that didn't even spread to the East Coast. I mean, the stigma around it, our parents are just like so anti, like our generation's grew up parents. With it. They grew up that it's the devil's lettuce and that it leads, it's the gateway drug. And if you do weed, your kid's going to be a degenerate and he's going to, you know, get into heroin, get into meth, right, get into right. everything. It's, it's a gateway. A gateway. Drug, yeah. It's going to get you, it opens a door to the rest of the drugs. Explaining to my mother that I was working, making money reporting on cannabis-related news. <laughs> Was was interesting, was like you know what I'm saying? Like my mom topic. wouldn't have thought of that. My yeah, mom, no. my mom was like, you know, oh my god, weed's so bad, and she she never ever liked it. Is that even legal to report on cannabis? Yeah, lately? you know what I'm saying. She's like, in trouble. Be careful, the feds. Yeah. I'm like, mom, I'm not out here, you know. Yeah, I'm just reporting the news, baby. It's crazy. But I think to see that transformation and to see how it's going to evolve, I think... It's going to be wild. I'm definitely down to invest and... 100%. I'm going to be in some way, shape, or form involved, in involved business, monetarily. The business side of it, it makes perfect sense. If you look at craft beers in the last 10 years, it just happened. You know, craft beers back in the day, they weren't... A th- like, if a, guy, if a grown man were going to a bar and be like, so what fruity beer do you have from the um, Oregon region? And the bartender would look at you like, so we have Bud Light... We have Budweiser, we have Guinness, like you the know, most foreign thing. And we, we have, have is lo- Corona, and we have like we have like our local breweries. That's it. That's all we have. And now you go. I went to a bar the other night. I it was we were weird. I'm like, yeah. So like, can I get like a Bud Light? They're like, we don't have Bud Light. I'm like, oh, you like Guinness? No, we don't have Guinness. I'm like, what do you have? They're like, so we have a, a really nice light longer lager, mango. And I was like, why would I want to drink a mango lager? Because it's great. Just have it. Like, so like, okay, let me have it. It was disgusting. Oh. One of the most disgusting. I, I had probably two sips, and there was a girl next to me. I'm like, hey, you don't have a drink, right? And she's like, no. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Did she drink it? She, she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, wow, you're so nice. Like, thank you. And I was like, don't mention no. that. Please. She didn't, I'm Please. surprised she didn't question if you roofied it or anything. Yeah, just, she must have been green, wet behind the ears or I something. I don't know. I got myself a tequila soda. I was like, enjoy. And walked away. I was like, I can't drink whatever that was. Wasn't a beer. Taking it too far. It wasn't a beer. So do you think... See, but also, here's the thing. Here's my worry about... Here's my... Well, also, guys, uh, now what the podcast, breaking news, we're sponsored by Canterbury. (laughs) (laughs) Get your your local beer in Colorado and California. (laughs) Get your (laughs) Canterbury. Anyways, my... My my thought is, are they going to put all kinds of additives and shit? I mean, not to that I fucking I don't know what's in my marijuana right now that I'm getting from from a dealer or in these oils or whatever. But are they purposely gonna put all these additives and, and treat it like tobacco in that sense, where they're gonna make it deadly and make it more addictive? They're gonna be like, oh, new oh, oh plot twist, guys, marijuana. Smoking gives you lung cancer, and it's super. Yeah, I mean they could. Super that's the thing. That's the thing because 
right now, you know, anyone that knows anything about, about marijuana, it's not, a, it's not an addictive substance. There's nothing about marijuana that's addictive. <laughs> like, if you wanted to stop, if you legitimately yeah, wanted right, to stop, right. you would not get shakes, you would not get cravings, no, no, you no. would not get headaches, sweat, you would not get any of that, like what you do with alcohol, tobacco, heroin, hero, all those things. You don't get any of that. Opioids, You have pills. to just make the conscious decision. There's definitely a, a addic- addiction sense of like... Mental. The mental and the social aspect of smoking, I feel like. Because smoking is a very big social thing as well. There's no property in marijuana that makes it addictive. Right. But they could very easily... Unless you like the feeling of being high. But they could... Yeah, even even so, you like the feeling of it. But you don't... It's not like your body's craving it. Your body, There's nothing in your body that's saying like, I, give me this, I need this. Right, like right. with nicotine... Like with alcohol, so I'm, I am worried that they might add, start adding shit like nicotine, for example, Pesticides or and other sort of th- yeah, growing filters. That's the thing, growing it now on a mask. They're, they're already doing it, but when you start getting into that global, like that national scale of growing it, I'm just worried about these have to add stuff. big business companies, sort of like you know, like a Corona like, Parent like company a big or a Philip Morris or like you know. All these other tobacco companies, because you know, automatically these tobacco companies are gonna be like, oh, spliffs. We can we can sell packs of spliffs. Done. Done. Boom. Half of our gonna go to tobacco. Half's gonna go to weed. You know what I mean? We're gonna, we're gonna make them in the same area. And why wouldn't they? Because they can sell it for cheaper. They can sell it for less. They can package it better. They have the supply. Everything they have. I'm worried. But that's the thing. They're gonna have, so there's gonna be that. There's gonna be your Bud Light of weed. There's gonna be your Bud Light of weed. But then you're gonna have those local homegrown farmers that are gonna sell their weed for. 15, 20% higher. Like we have now with, you know, it's going to be organic and it's going to be like with food. Like we have organic food. I'm down for it. Compared to like Monsanto. Yeah. You know, we have organic, non pesticide, non GMO that's $5 more expensive to, oh, here's your standard, you know, chicken. Whole foods, whole greens. I like it. Exactly. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about because it's going to, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. And I think there's a lot of opportunity and money to be made for everyone in our generation coming up now that, you know, wants to do something different and wants to, you know, have the opportunity. I read this thing. I was, I was reading, I forget what book it was. I was reading this book, and they were analyzing all these successful people. Yeah. All these successful people throughout time. Bill Gates, the Rockefeller, uh, John Rockefeller, all these guys. And they were looking to him, and they're like, yes, they were exceptional people. But they were born in the exact perfect time and the exact perfect place in history to become what they became. Right. For example, Bill Gates had access to a computer where he could put in code. One of the first computers, the processing cost thousands of dollars. He had access to it because he was he grew up in a some I forget somewhere out west. He grew up in this town that had one that you know was run by the local government or whatever. And then he wanted a college that they subsidized him to use it. He was perfect in the perfect time to do it. Same right. with Rockefeller. He came up in the perfect time. All these guys took a Jewish lawyer. Perfect time. And I feel like. What we need to figure out, uh, you know, as everyone listening, is to figure out what time, what is our thing right now? What, what time are we into that's going to allow you to make that money in that industry? I think marijuana is definitely going to be that industry. I think, I don't think, I don't know if it's going to be that because it's technology as well. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. Like, there's so many things coming out now. That's the thing. There's so many avenues to go in that's breaking the mold of previous stockbrokers aren't going to be what they were. 20 years ago, you were a stockbroker, you were making a million dollars. Right. You were, 30 years ago, you were you were the, you, oh, stockbroker, you're, you're loaded. Now it's like, they have AI, they have software that can do it better than stockbrokers. They have they have these machines and that can take the information, buy and sell stock in less time than it takes you to read the information. Like, that's, that's going to be the, in 10 years, why would there be people buying and selling trades? 
Why wouldn't it just be computers reading the market, seeing that discrepancy, putting a billion dollars in, selling it a second later when the discrepancy is gone, making that 1%. That's what it's going to be. Right. What if they're wrong, though, computer? We'll see. Remains to be seen. Yeah, but that's you know it's that's a, it's a weird time that we're in. A lot of very strange, very strange. Because I mean, if you think about it, in the nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies, like they were making movies about what our time is now, 2018, 2019, 2020, and they were saying that we were basically going to be like Mars and we were going to have flying cars yeah. and everything would be, you know, you dehydrated food and you would put a drop in and you have a whole meal and and, and that idea of futurism. Yeah. And what's what remains to be seen is like the world's getting weirder and weirder. Also with this technology stuff, weirder. Can we talk about sex robots for a second? Like that's gonna be such a thing. Such a such a crazy. It's gonna thing. be such a thing. You watch Rick and Morty? No, I don't. Oh, you definitely gotta watch Rick and yeah. Morty. You definitely gotta watch. That's Rick gonna be and such Morty. a thing. It's it, it's crazy nowadays to think about these types of things. I was watching the Amer- the. This is one of the things. This is just a random thought. But one thing that scared the shit out of me. I don't know if you watched the VMAs last night. The video no, I didn't. That was going to be one of my stories about how insignificant the VMAs are. Not even that. I was watching these people's outfits that they were wearing. I was just sitting on my couch and I was like, okay, this is the first time that I've ever thought Hunger Games could be a thing. These people's outfits were Hunger Game-esque. Right. Like the rich town, the capital. They were wearing Nicki Minaj. Her ass was just out. And like her tits were just out, and she was wearing like a, a see-through white thing with like another, like whatever. Some girls wearing a mask. I was like, what? What are you guys doing? Yeah. You would look at yourself from the outside. Like, you guys look fucking ridiculous. It's a costume party. All wearing. Uh, Nikki, though, to be fair, she's just honoring you know the see-through dresses of the past at the VMAs. You know, like a la showing off like J Lo and uh, Britney and. Yeah. I just, I was watching that and I was like, I'm terrified for you, man. Remember Lady Gaga when she was doing, like when she was on her yeah. serious, serious, a funny story, I, I was literally just walking in the street randomly in Soho and I just saw her and she just looked like a normal person, like no one noticed her. She was like perfectly in disguise and she just looked like a normal hipster little New York City girl. I think she figured it out. She you wear ridiculous out. clothes and then when you go normal public, <laughs> nobody knows point. who you are. Genius. Genius. How do you not want to be recognized? Look fucking ridiculous when you're on this, TV. She's going to listen to this podcast and be like, fuck, they figured well, no, she's me not, out. Well, no, she's not from the Netherlands. She's not going <laughs> to listen to this Shout podcast. Shout out to the Netherlands. Yeah. We, last week we had probably one of, I think, easily. 73 out of, seven, out of the 80 people from that listen were all from the Netherlands. Shout, shout out, out to fucking Netherlands. Shout out Deutschland. Great people out there. Great people. Wow, you really listen. appreciate it. You're probably going to love this episode. You know, we're talking about marijuana. Yeah. You guys, you know, Amsterdam and all and whatnot. So now to get to something else, um, kind of pivot from here, you know, kind of think, talking about, we now get something like kind of interesting topic is getting out of your comfort zone. I feel like nowadays kids our age, they're stuck in their ways so much. Like, for example, if you're living in New York City, all you guys know what the Gem Saloon is. I'm sure you've heard of the Gem Saloon. Tell me about it. Okay. So Gem Saloon is this bar that everyone on Thursdays, it's a big Thursday happy hour spot. And people that go to the gym saloon go every Thursday, and they see the same people every Thursday. Yeah, never. Heard and it's of it. full. And I don't think you. Yeah, you're. Right, I don't think you. Will. I don't know why I asked. Said you probably know what it is. And it's a lot of Jewish people there. It's not like anything. Like I'm just saying. Like it's a lot of like all my Jewish friends know about it. They all go there, but every single Thursday, that's where they go. They don't branch out. They don't go to a random other bar. They don't go somewhere else. And I feel like getting out of your comfort zone is such a great thing to do. Just I feel like that's the only way that you actually find out who you are is when you're in those weird uncomfortable situations 
to kind of tell you, you know, what kind of person you are is what I think. I think, you know, speaking from personal experience, I have to say that the best parts of my life, the best experiences of my life have been, they've, oh, you know, they've happened when it's like, you're at that moment, you have a decision to make, and you're like, this is kind of weird, I should go home, or I should keep going and just see what happens. Yeah. And when you keep going and see what happens, like, the doors that open, like, I mean, like you said, I mean, the opportunity is there. It's very easy to fall into patterns. You, you know, you're very easy. You're, you're talking about the gym saloon. You go to the gym saloon, you see you know everybody what, you, you know. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're you, going to get. Yeah. Everyone wants to go to a place where everybody knows their name. And they're like, oh, there's Chris. There he is. How's your life? Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, you're how's it going? You're you don't star. meet anybody new. You see the same fucking people. The craziest thing. You go out with the same fucking people. Right, 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 right. This is the thing. I mean, and this this carries over from high school, right? Yeah. I mean, and that whole small town, hometown mentality. I mean, perfect example. I grew up literally, Chris, 15 minutes. 15 minutes outside of New York City. You could see the skyline every fucking day in my town, right? You could, you could get a bus for $3 and end up in Times Square. And you can go explore the greatest yeah. city. You're so close. People in Iowa are like, oh, my God, middle America, fucking Midwest, yeah. Southwest, all over the country, yeah. all over the world. People want to be in New York City. Yeah. In my town, people don't want to go to New York City. It's, right? It's, it's easy to just hang. Like, you know, when you're in high school and shit and there's people that graduated already and they're still at your high school parties and you're yeah. like, what the fuck what are, are you doing? doing? Why are you here? Because they know it. They, they're they're comfortable with it. They know it. They right? know what it's going to be. And stepping out of your comfort zone. So it was like, all right, am I going to keep hanging out with the same fucking people? Like, they're not that interesting. I already know their entire yeah. life story. Like, what am I going to do? So I, you know, forced myself, like, just started going to the city. I would go to concerts by myself. I would go places by myself. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things, honestly. I think that's one of the biggest things to have. But I think it, I think it takes a lot of confidence in yourself. It takes a lot of confidence in what you're doing because... To show up at a bar or a concert by yourself, you don't know anyone there. Party. You have one. You have one option. You have one option, and that is to meet new people and talk to them, engage with them, become friends with them. I don't think I, I want to. I don't know. The, I don't think I've ever gone. You know, me personally, I don't know if I've ever gone to a bar by myself and just sat down and you know chatted someone up. It's always like, oh come on, you got to come with me. Let's come with. You know, come. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, you want to go with people and stuff like that. I think if you have, and one of the things that really, stepping outside, all right, perfect example. So it was like, I was hanging out in New York City, and then, whatever, I was going to college also in New Jersey and Newark, and people there, like, going to college in Newark, people were hanging out on campus, and I was doing all these different kind of things, and just sort of forcing myself to, like, you know, it was like, oh, I had this pattern of, I was in sports my whole life, and I was in school, so... I would just play sports. And then I stopped playing sports and I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, oh, I'm going to go host radio. I'm going to go try acting. I'm going to go do a bunch of different shit. And I did all that stuff and it opened doors, whatever. And then when it was time to, you know, make that next step, somebody presented me with an opportunity to get an internship at a magazine. And I literally emailed someone every fucking week, once a week, to be like, hey, are you hiring interns yet? No, we're not hiring interns yet. Hey, are you hiring interns yet? No, we're not. Like, for three months, until finally he was like, hey, listen, like, send us your resume. Send to my resume. He did not confirm the resume, and I, just, and I was like, okay, this is somewhere where I really want to be. This is something that I want to do. This is, I want to get into this world. Yeah. So in order to get into a place or, you know, in order to do something you want to do, you got to do something you've never done before. Yeah. So I literally scrolled through the whole 
thread of emails found in his signature the office address showed up the next day and was like i'm looking for so and so and he was like who's here to see me and then he came over and he was like what's up and i was like hey i'm the dude from the emails like here's my resume like I want to fucking be here. Yeah. Next day I had an interview and that's how I got it. Yeah, no, it, it, and that's what you have to do. It's to sc- go to those scary times or scary places and just kind of put yourself there. Like if you never did that, you probably never would have heard back. Right. He never would never. have read that email. Never. He never would have checked that resume. You'd have just been another fucking person looking for an internship. But you were like, hey, I want this. I showed your face and you got it. Got it. Boom. And, and it's, it's, I think people are, it's, I don't know what it is. I think it's fear, honestly. I think, I think it's fear of the unknown. It's, I heard a great quote today by, um, Will Smith, actually. He said, you know, I'm, I'm driven by fear. I'm going to leave you guys with this before we go. I'm going to leave you guys last little little thing to think about. He goes, I'm afraid, I'm, I'm afraid of fear. Like, fear motivates me. Sorry. He goes, fear motivates me. That's what drives me is fear. But it's the fear of fear that motivates me. It's the fear of having that fear to not pursue something I want to do. The fear of having that fear of waking up one day and, and having your life, you know, just being gone. The fear of just having that fear, he goes, you know, I, I don't let that fear get anywhere near me. Like, I, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I don't let fear control any of my decisions. And he was like, today in today's world, fear plays such an integral, such a weird role in our lives where it controls people. It completely controls people. I don't want to try this because I'm afraid to fail at it. Right. I don't want to try this because I'm afraid it might happen in this. I don't right. want to try this because I'm afraid of it. It controls so much about what we do and who we are that I think once you let that fear go you're gonna be amazed at what you know you can actually do right and I, I think to build on that a lot of people in your life are gonna tell you no yeah. you know they're they're gonna tell you no you're gonna say I want to do this can I do this they're gonna say no just make sure that you say yes if you just say yes yeah you're opening a world of possibilities that never existed yeah he, another one of the Confucius quotes said the man who says I can and the man who says I can't are both usually right. Both right. And that's all it is. And it's like, if you, as long as you have that mindset of, I'm going to do this, it's already done. As long as you have it here, it's already done. And then every day go after it as though like it's possible. You can, I, I, you can do it. Like, there's very few people in the world that just are incapable of having success. The thing like, is, you wake up every day and you can do whatever you want. Literally. You really can. Like, yes, you have to make money. Yes, you have to live your life, whatever it is. But you have hours in the day to dedicate to what you want to do, how you want to do it. And I, I just think it comes down to one thing, two things. Your mindset of, fuck it, I can do this. And two, what your work ethic is. Because right. no matter what you want, no matter how badly you want it. You got to work for it. You got to work for it. And I think Kevin Durant once said, like, another quote episode, I guess. Kevin Durant once said... Um, this you is know. the Chris quote episode. Oh, yeah, man. I, I actually look at a lot of quotes because one of the things that does inspire me is reading other people, what they said, their mindsets. Right, right. And Kevin Durant once said, um, hard work beats talent every day when talent fails to work hard. And it's such a true quote because it's a true you quote might that have he did all... not say. He did say it, but that's not his quote. Yeah, no. But I've heard that my whole life. Yeah, he said like he, you know, he said it, and that's why, that's why I read it. You know, in basketball, whatever, I, that's where I got right, right. knowledge of it. But... It's it's true because you could have all the talent in the world, you know. You, you could literally have all the talent. You could be the most handsome guy, the most charismatic guy, whatever it is. If you're not willing to put anything in, no, you're not gonna get. You know, just, nothing's gonna happen for you. I'll tell you something. I've been around a lot of people in this whole what you would call like a cool culture arts scene, and 
I was in it for a while. I, I mean, I would say I'm still in it. I work in the business of fashion, but they, I spent many years in this industry, right? And people come and go. And people who are very talented come and go. And people who are not so talented just keep at it. And eventually they catch on and they do something great. And you're like, wait, how did they do that? And you know why? It's because they kept working. They didn't care whether they were good or not. They no. just kept working. If you just work at something, a big quote you hear often is like, man, you know, a lot of people, they quit and they're right there and they don't even realize that. You know, they got that picture with the man mining down low. And it's right below him is the it, gold. And, he, and he's walking away because he quit. So don't quit. So what we're going to leave you with, try something new. Get out there. Get out of your comfort zone. Work out what you want. Go for it. And you know what? What I want you, I want it, everyone that's listening to this, if you want, I mean, what I want you to do, I challenge you to do, is write down on a piece of paper and put it on something you look at every day. Your mirror, your back of your door, um, your ceiling, whatever it is. Write down something that you want to accomplish. Just whatever it is. I want this. So that every single day you wake up and you see that. And so every single day you work at that. Because yeah. if you take a day, there's no day, if you take a day off, someone passes you. If you take a, if you don't try it for a week, someone's passing. Someone's going by you because they want it to. Write it down. Look at it every single day and go for it. Come back next episode. Episode fourteen, I think. Right, episode fourteen. Hit, well, I hit a thousand views this week. DM me, please, if you have any sort of um, topics you want us to discuss on tomorrow, on uh, next week's episode. But we love you all. Love you all, guys. And guess what? There's a way countless way more bars than uh, the gem saloon so <laughs> go somewhere else on thursday nights and now let these smooth awesome over sound i gotta find this at the gym take you out now what the podcast episode 13 sponsored by canterbury <laughs>